In a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Gotta interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. We'll see another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome back to an all new episode of the Weekly Cut Podcast. If you're a nerd and want to discuss the latest in TV and film, then this is the place for you. I'm your host, Brad, and as always alongside me, he's the size of an NFL linebacker, yep. but he works in law. I do, yeah. <laughs> Weird mix. It's co-host Connor T. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Red Stripe. I love a red stripe. Cool, son. What's going on with your work? Are you at work? Was you in the office today? No, at home. I thought you would be. Yeah. Was that one of the half six recall deadlines? Yes, early. Have you now started hybrid working? Are you doing two, three? Or? Yes, I'm not in till Thursday. Fantastic. Lovely. I'm back. Well, let's play some Call of Duty tonight. Let's do it. Is that, you actually on this or are you just be impressed on the mic? I'll make the call. <laughs> All right, you make the call. I'm doing <laughs> shit. Um, right. If follow us on Twitter, that's our home at Wiggly Cut. Join the conversation and on TikTok if you fancy it as well. Also, if you are a fan of the podcast show, please leave a review because it really does help us out. Just go on your podcast app and do it. Please. <laughs> please. Um, it really, really, really would make our day. Uh, but here's what made the cut this week. We have a crazy new update for the new Daredevil series, and I mean crazy. Uh, the Marvel's movie is in extremely hot water, as Connor mm. would be happy. Uh, director Matt Vaughn reveals the shocking, shocking reason why he walked out of production on X-Men 3 The Last Stand. Uh, we've got trailers for Invincible Season 2 finally, the new Godzilla spin-off Monarch Legacy of Monsters, and Zac Efron's Iron Claw. We will also be talking a little bit about Loki Season 2 and Gen V in our What's on Our Screen segment. Yep. But for now, let's get into the news. I really hope I ain't hyped up the Matthew Fawn news. Yeah, but it is, I never knew this. It only just came out on the weekend. But yeah, not, uh, New York Comic Con is hilarious, but also terrible. Uh, right. Let's get into probably the biggest news of the week, uh, or sometime, that matter of fact. The Hollywood Reporter broke the internet last week with their Daredevil Born Again article. <sighs> this is a biggie. We're going to go through the p- bits and pieces, the beats of the article, but... In a nutshell, the 18-episode series was about 40% of the way through filming. Okay? Stay with us. (laughs) We'll go through it. (laughs) Then, in September, Kevin Feige, along with other Marvel execs, reviewed the footage and decided the show categorically was not working. They then, in secret, fired all the writers and the directors and completely hit the reset button and are starting from scratch. That is terrible. Uh, what are your thoughts? Before we get into the bits and pieces, what are your thoughts on that? It's shocking, and it shows you the state of Marvel at the moment. Absolutely. That's yeah. what I've written down as well. Shows you the state. Yeah, they haven't got a handle on anything. <laughs> and I think that Fargy, this is the first one he's reviewed yeah. in a while. I think others have gone past him. That's a good point. Yeah. And he's thought, what is this? Yeah. Let's put it back. Because some have gone out that are probably worse than what Daredevil would have been. Yeah, I I feel like the, the, we won't get too much into you know what are the the, the sort of the, the worst states of why Marvel are like this at the minute because we've done that a few times. Um, but that is a really good point about Feige. I think they grew so quickly over the last decade MCU. Where at the beginning, you're right, Feige looked at everything. Yeah. And then maybe sort of a couple of years ago, he said, look, we're too fucking, I'm too busy for this shit. Yeah. He started branching out, talking to Lucasfilm about doing Star Wars stuff as well. Yeah. So he let the other execs do it. 
and they're obviously shit. Shit, really shit. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's reviewed it and gone, I can't, you can't mess this one up. Yeah, do not put my name on yeah, it. Yeah, we're not. So I think this spells good that they've committed to not going through with shit. Yeah, I do. So they've lost millions. Because imagine yeah. all the, the actors' time and money they've spent filming, probably they've filmed about six, seven episodes. Yeah. So that is a lot of money. Um, so that's a good thing. Uh, but you, as you just said it perfectly, the state of Marvel. Did you know they, they were in... Sh- another report come out about a week ago saying they were in shock when they saw the reviews on Ant-Man 3. They thought they had a billion-dollar like hit movie. They must have watched another film. <laughs> they must have watched another I don't understand how just if you just think CGI alone, yeah, a film falls down. Exactly. How are you that out of touch with your audience that yeah. you thought that? And bearing in mind you've given us Winter Soldier and the Avenger movies and stuff like that, Guardians of the Galaxy. How do you believe that that was a banger? <laughs> Doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. Well, let's go into some beats of that article now. Um, the main reason Marvel has done this is due to the show coming across more like a legal series mm. and did not resemble the Netflix show's action and violence, which everyone, of course, us as well, loved and yep. adored. Um, Charlie Cox did not appear suited up as Daredevil till episode four. Yeah, we said that would be a problem last week you with did. Craig on it. I said, did. we can't have too much Matt Murdock. It needs to be a balance. By the sounds of it, there wasn't any. <laughs> exactly. I don't, again, how hard is it to go? Because you, fair enough, you didn't get any of the Netflix guys on board. You, yeah. For some reason, decided to do it all in-house Marvel and forget the guys that made the brilliant show of Daredevil Netflix. Yep. Just copy it a little bit. Yeah. Just a tiny bit. Just take a bit of that. Yeah. And just use that. It was, you know, don't pretend it wasn't fantastic. Yeah. You know, sitting there at Marvel Studios in LA, wherever it is, and you knew that show was great. Yeah. And the fans, more importantly, the fans adored it. So why would you do something completely different? It doesn't make sense. Put a unique stamp on it. Yeah. But completely different? It's like somebody painting your front room walls. <laughs> really good. I love your... <laughs> I bet you need your bedroom done and you get someone else. Just get the same person in. Again, it's a great analogy. Get the same person and do your walls exactly like your front room because it's fantastic. Um, Now, they also got some criticism, uh, got a list of stuff that they've faced internally uh, at Marvel. Uh, It's sounding like a shit show, isn't it, Carl? Yeah, absolute shit show. I've got a list here and it is just woeful. (laughs) It's really bad. So uh, the list, they said it, it was a lack of central vision completely understandable yeah i yeah. think i feel that um not giving writers creative oversight in post that i would say is the biggest problem with marvel yeah i think so as well whereas someone like dc at the minute with matt reeves you do you decide i'm doing fuck all with like warner brothers and dc you're the visionary this is your movie do it yeah todd, todd phillips joker as well exactly yeah run with it i'll sign it off yes you go with it um a fix it in post attitude I'll take it back. That's the biggest issue. Yeah, that is bad. <laughs> that is such a... It's basically a, a bodge job. <laughs> Hatch it, yeah, yeah. Put it together last minute. We'll sort it later. Um, film execs running the show. Yep. Now that's bad. Terrible. It doesn't work. What do the big wigs in suits know? Uh, I, I read something as well on this that they don't have showrunners. So you know yeah. like Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad and stuff like that? They will have a showrunner, yeah. Last of Us on HBO. I think it was Greg... Craig Mazin or whatever it's the show. They they are the like the pinnacle. That's like the first thing you do. <laughs> you get a showrunner show on board. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know why they change it. Um, and uh, they're shooting 150 million plus seasons on the fly. Yeah. That is, no, that is true enough because the shit they're putting out. Yeah. It's like they've got too much money in a sense. When we know they haven't. Yeah. Because Disney are losing money. Hundred percent. We've just, we've said this before. We, we've not. I don't know. We've mentioned. To be fair, I'm not sure we've mentioned on the podcast about the higher budgets. In case people don't know, um, off off my head, I'm very close with a figure. I'm pretty sure Secret Invasion because of the reshoots with COVID. I'm pretty sure that was around about 220 million. Yeah. So uh, I'm pretty sure um, other ones of, of recently. I'm pretty sure they were around about 100. I think Loki is around about 160 or something like that. Um, still not as much as Secret Invasion, but it's too much. That's still a lot. Of, for Loki, for what I've seen so far, <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of money. Lot of money. Where's that gone? Um, and maybe Loki is going to be successful because the season one was great. But to do Secret Invasion and all these other series like Ms. Marvel and all that, that Echo, that I'm not sure if that's ever going to come. I don't know. Yeah. But these series, Moon Knight, there's another one I think had a big budget as well. Yeah. Um, to do these on the fly as they quote there, you just put in. Yeah. I just find that, are they are they that arrogant? I think uh, so. That they just think, well, we can do it because they're going to watch. Well, that we ain't. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We're bored of it. No one's watched it anymore. And I think Car- Fargy's just let go of the will and he cannot gain control again. Yeah. I, I worry they won't gain control. What, what, what do you do? You steer into the steer in, you yeah. steer into the skid and he's trying and maybe he's got two hands on now and he's like, right, I need to get back on yeah. and sort it out. I, I don't know. But that's, again, I think that's exactly what's going on. Uh, and by, by the way, to reiterate, if, you, if you're um, regular listeners, uh, you will know we love Marvel. Yeah. We follow the journey. We still love Marvel, but fuck me. Get it together. Get it Come together. on. Um, I think that might be all for that. Uh, it was, it's a really good article. Um, go check it out from the Hollywood Report. It really goes into the depths of what's gone wrong with Marvel TV. Um, but with that, those were the big beats of the article. Um, and yeah, me and Connor are worried, yeah. but also it's good news. Yeah, it shows that they're maybe maturing. Yes. And they're showing that we can, we're wrong. Not being naive to the fact yeah. that, yeah, that shit. The shit, yeah. It's like someone did, someone might have looked at She-Hulk and went, that is waft. Yeah. Should we put that out? Yeah. Go on. But rather than going halfway through, let's fucking redo this shit. Yeah, let's let's think about this. Well, I, I would class it as good news as well, personally. Uh, do you want some more good news for Marvel? Please. Uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel 2, a.k.a. the Marvel's movie, coming out in 10th of November. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God, that's shaping up to be an absolute bob. Oh, no. Uh, re- and I mean bad. Wait till you hear this. Uh, it's tracking domestic opening weekend, 50 to $75 million. Ooh. Now, let me put that into perspective for listeners. Mm. That's 42% behind Eternals, Ooh. 72% behind Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. That is shocking. And both of those films, uh, critically, were were not um, done great and also did not do very well at the box office. So to be that far behind them two movies... Yeah. Come on, what's going on, mate? This is going to absolutely... I don't think anyone cares. That... Do you think... A genuine question. Do you think the SAG union strike has affected this at all? Because it's three quiet... It's three women that are quite um, what's the word? They're quite charismatic, yeah. And it's a it's a female led movie. Is that affected it that they couldn't do promotion? Probably has because I won't lie. I forgot it come out in like <laughs> three four weeks time. But even if it they had the promotion, yeah. I would have got tired of it. I think. I think I agree. With so you. I think not having the build up might have helped it a little bit because I forgot. I was like, oh, but still bomb. 
It will be shit, yeah. I, I think I agree. With, look, I, I agree with people. We had a couple of people say that on our Twitter, and we think it would have definitely helped promotion. I think any movie with its stars promoting will help. But I think what Connor just said around about 50 seconds ago, nobody cares. No one cares. And you might there's a, you might say, well, I like Captain Marvel. Okay. I'm glad you do. Yeah, <laughs> someone has to. But what is this movie for? Genuine question. So yeah. We, me and Connor, Connor said, I think it was about two episodes ago, Connor said, look, this is a movie that's pretty much a sequel to shows that not a lot of people give a shit about. So Ms. Marvel, yep. Secret Invasion, which is the Nick Fury aspect, um, WandaVision, which is obviously so long ago now, and it was Tyonia Paris's um, Monica Rambo character, so it's not even the main stars of that. Um, and then Captain Marvel, which was also, what was that, 2018? Did that, 2019 did that come out? So who does, what is this? Yeah. And as well, like we've got Loki going on now. <laughs> I care about that story. Yeah, I do. I don't think this will have anything to do with it. Oh, you, you, you're, you're getting the com- you're keeping the conversation yeah. going because here's another question: Does that show Loki mean more? Is this is almost a rhetorical question because the answer is so easy. Does the Loki show mean more to the multiverse saga than um, the Marvels? Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I don't know what the Marvels genuinely had question. Maybe they'll do an end credit scene. I don't know. I don't know what the Marvels has got to do with multiverse saga. No, I, I don't know how they can work it in. I don't know. Whereas before, when Feige in Phase One, Two, Three, it was all central vision and it all flowed perfectly, yep. leading up to the event movies like Avengers. But I don't know what this one is, man. It's just mishmash. <laughs> it is. They've just chucked shit together. Yeah, and it's like they've plucked release dates from the sky yeah it makes no sense but they're going oh it's fine just put it out let's just make a, let's just make money and I just think people are now like I think I'll just wait for Fantastic Four yeah and then I maybe I'll jump back on MCU I, I think what you said then is, I know you, you said it sort of off the cuff but I think it's true I don't think anyone cares unfortunately no no I'll wait I'll, if I weren't doing this podcast yeah. I'll wait for this 100% podcast. Oh, well I'm going to be in America the only reason I'm going to go and watch it at cinema if I'm honest is because I love American cinemas yeah, I like the recliners, I like the butter popcorn. But yeah, it's a shame that we are in this state of Marvel, but as we just said in the previous topic, maybe Kevin Feige's going to steer this ship in order and, and he needs to get both fans back on, I don't know. Yeah, we I hope mean, so. We hope so, we do. Uh, right, now it's time for Matthew Vaughan. Yeah. Uh, so it was New York Comic Con this weekend. we got Invincible trailer to talk about very, very soon, so stay with us. Um, he was doing a, a panel. And for many people that don't know, he obviously directed X-Men First Class. Fantastic X-Men movie. One of the better Fox movies for the X-Men. He replaced Brian Singer originally for the third installment of the original X-Men trilogy, X-Men The Last Stand. A notoriously bad movie. Yeah. I'm the juggernaut bitch. Um, (laughs) So he walked out of that production. And at the time, it was the old creative differences. Yeah. Would you like me to tell you what actually happened? Please. This is from Matthew Vaughan himself. You're not going to believe me, but it's Matthew Vaughan. Yeah. Take it out of Matthew. Out of the the horse's mouth. I cannot believe this. Right. I'm not even going to look at my notes because it would be better if I explain it. So they didn't have Halle Berry um, signed on for the third film. So what they'd done was they had a plan to... Make a script. Well, they, I say plan. They've done it. So they made a script that was fake to get her to give that to her and get her to sign on because in that fake script there was a storyline arc or whatever in the movie where there were starving kids in Africa. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. 
Connor's a person of colour, so yeah. let's, you tell me what you think of this news. Um, and it said, Africa Storm Kids. That's literally what the, the script said. Um, and they were going to be starving and, and dying from starvation and thirst, and yeah. she was going to create a thunderstorm to save the villages, right? And Matthew Vaughan liked that idea. Um, then when he come in and asked what it was, etc., they said, oh, um, don't worry about that. Um, we're, that 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 idea is going to be trapped in the bin when uh, she signs on. Oh, so they were tricking Halle Berry by giving it a you know a, an arc that she would love because it's uh, you know it's a, it rooted to her belief of what her culture and what she would like. Yeah. And but they had no intention of doing that. It was purely to trap her into a contract and then scrap the idea. And as you all know, that that bit did not make it into the movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is atrocious. That is fucking disgusting. That is disgusting. That's the only word for it is disgusting. I was mind blown. One that Matthew Vaughan re- admit like revealed that yeah. at a Comic Con convention. But I mean, I'm I'm not. There's no excuse for that. It's, it's terrible. Obviously, that was 2004, maybe round about 2005. So nearly 20 years ago. So you know, people maybe were a bit more brazen with stuff. But con that is that is bad. And starving kids. And that's about the time when like Band Aid and Live Aid was going on. <laughs> And there's a whole thing about raising money for starving kids in Africa and stuff. Fuck, mate. Jesus Christ. That is, that is so bad. bad. And I think she had an Oscar win at the time when, when like, that's what he said. He basically said, I'm like, if you're going to treat an Oscar winner like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm out of here and, and left. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I was so, I, I thought it was a fake account on Twitter that was doing the news. I thought it was one of them stories that's fake. Yeah. So I Googled it and it, was, it said, yeah, it's true. That is unbelievable. Oh, mate. Uh, yeah, let us know what you think of that on Twitter because, my God. Uh, fair play to Matthew Vaughan, though. Yeah. Right, shall we get into trailers? Let's do it. We've been talking some shitty comic book stuff. Yeah. So let's talk some fucking great stuff. Uh, it's time for Invincible Season 2. We finally got our trailer, courtesy of New York Comic Con, which was just done over the weekend. Um, before I go through some beats that I liked, Connor, what was your reaction? Because you're a, you're a fan, aren't you? I like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like this. My, my thinking of this was... <laughs> yeah, I love this. Oh, yeah, yeah mate. Yeah. <laughs> I like this because one of the main reasons, which is surprising... Omni-Man wasn't shown in it once. Mm. And it was about, what's his name? Um, well, the, the villain. No, the main, is his name oh, Invincible? Mark, Mark Grayson, Invincible. Yeah, yeah. In, Invincible. It was about him being a hero and growing into his role. Mm-hmm. But then there's sort of twists and turns in the way. But it's more of a, it was more focused on him. Absolutely. Rather Omni-Man and I like that. A good thing to mention at this point, because you've just, null- you've said it there, that Omni-Man doesn't appear. I believe this is, because it's been split in two parts. Ah, yeah. So I believe this is for the first four episodes that I think, I don't know if we get all, I think we might get all four on November 3rd. Yeah. I think. Um, So this is like the first part and I think it will be dealing dealing with in the wake of what happened in season one and stuff like that. And this new villain, uh, Angstorm Levy, that is a multiversal villain. What do we think about that aspect? Yeah, I I thought, when I heard multiverse, I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, not again. (laughs) I've had enough of it. I think the way they've gone with it, it will be quite cool. Yes. Um, it appears uh, there's a really cool bit where it's another universe, clearly, because it's Invincible threatening the humans of Earth. Yeah. And that is the universe where he said yes to his dad. So I think we'll see Omni-Man on that Earth. Yeah. So they rule with an iron fist over that. Um, but what it looks like he does, that Angstrom Levy character, he brings 
our Mark Grayson, Invincible, to bring into that world where they've you know ruled the earth. And you see a bit where he's trapped in like a thing. Yeah. And he goes, he says something along the lines of, um, pay, take, uh, pay, get, get your payback for what he's done to your world. Yeah. So it looks like to punish Invincible, he takes him to that multiverse and leaves him there where the people of that earth think he's the dickhead. Oh, yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's a really, it's got really cool aspects to it. Um, and also I like the fact that he's like scared he might be his dad. Yeah. I love that. It's, it's still very rooted to the issues in the season one. Yes. Scared about his dad yeah. and who would be. Even Cecil yeah. doesn't want to, he's like, the only way he goes back out there if he's on a short leash. Yeah. So no one really trusts him because he's Viltramite. Or Vil- Viltramite? Vult- yeah, they're from Vult- Viltrum, isn't they? Yeah, yeah. the Viltramites. So yeah, I just think it looks fucking great. It's cool. And I think we're going to get the, the gruesomeness yes. as well. Oh, 100%. We'll have the title card, Blood Shit, again. Yeah. Um, I think in uh, I, I won't go too much into it because I admittedly I've not read the comics, but I have watched quite a few YouTube things really good that sum up the story of Invincible. Um, and there's two names that I think will come if you've read the comics. You know, there's a guy called Conquest and Thrag. They are like like much stronger than Omni Man. Oh, like they're Ultramites because they're going to be pissed off that they've not conquered this earth that's the whole point of their race oh, yeah so yeah. they'll they're gonna want they're gonna come and be like what the fuck are you doing yeah what are you up to <laughs> get on with it what are you up to so whether that i reckon that's how it will end season two it might be one of those guys that comes and stuff um and yeah i just i just think this oh what did you think about that animation i feel like amazon's gone let's give you some more money they've ramped it up absolutely yeah. it looks cleaner crisper yes i thought that yeah uh, I, I mean, there's not much really more to say. I just think this looks brilliant. Yeah. Uh, cannot wait. November 3rd, that drops. Um, I believe it's... They usually drop three episodes, Amazon Prime, so I'd assume they're going to drop all four. We'll, we'll confirm that on the Twitter, but we'll be doing a massive episode on that. I think it's November 6th our episode drops um, and covering it all, so come back for us. Yeah. Uh, anything more to add? No, that's it. Fair enough. Shall we talk Godzilla spin-off series, Monarch Legacy of Monsters? Yes. Talk to me, Con. This looks unreal. <laughs> and I didn't think I'd like this. I think if you go back episodes ago, I was saying I don't really care. No. Human aspects, blah, blah, blah. All of it. Agreed. Give me monsters. Let me see them fight. This looks interesting. It does. It looks spectacular. Here's a good question for you then, because I wrote this down. What could be the difference between Apple TV and Disney Plus in terms of budgets? Because I'm going to find out. Um, and listen, while you explain that, I'm going to see yeah. if I can find the budget for this show. I think it has to be the management. <laughs> TikTok. TikTok just like... It was the prank call from Gary Neville that Luke just put in. Uh, sorry, carry on, carry on. Yeah, I think it's got to be the leadership of Apple TV over Disney+. Plus. Absolutely. Because they're obviously... They've got a direction. I think they've they've got visions in their head and saying, this is what we want, give us this. Whereas Marvel and Disney are saying... Just put it out, it's fine. Absolutely. More care, more attention to it. Disney is, they don't care. It's like they've, whether it's a case of, I mean, I could be really naive because I don't know. I'm not a visual effects artist. I'm not in the game, right? I'm cool, I'm cool. You're cool, Um, So is it a case of, do they just distribute it better? Do they just go like, right, what's our CGI budget? And then they go, right, let's let's look at the storyboards and all that. And then is it just better planning at the minute from them? Is it as simple as that? Because as I said, there's no, there's no way, there's no way 
Disney are not putting the same money in as this show. So there's something wrong. Yeah. I think they've got to be saying, they must be saying to the VFX, what do you need to make it look spectacular? Yes. And they're saying, well, it's a lot of work. We need this set, this set. We'll probably need a X amount of money. And they go, there yeah. you go. Take out of somewhere else. Legit. Take out a pay packet. Like yeah. the, the actor's wage. Because you think Marvel have got all these big names. Yeah, yeah. That probably takes up a lot. It's true. I mean, yeah, I, in, in this event, you've got Kurt Russell and White. I can't imagine White Russell was going for a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Kurt Russell, yeah, big boy. I'm uh, your dad's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, John Goodman looks like he's in this for like two minutes because he dies in the past. So they're going to, they're, they're spanning different eras, which I love because in Kong Skull Island, which is a great MonsterVerse movie, by the way, um, he dies in that and that's set in like, 60s or something 70s or something like that yeah. um so he dies in that and then we're getting modern day with old kirk russell then we're getting in the 50s young wyatt russell playing the same character um i just think this looks so interesting i agree with connor that they've somehow made people like me and you be a little bit interested in the human stories yeah so let's see how that pans out and um, the, the mystery of monarch seems a little bit enticing at the minute um yeah not much more to say i just think well done apple tv yeah i will say um, if you don't want to watch the trailer, just go to the very last shot of Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Because that was unbelievable. Brilliant. The throat, like, is weak. Oh, yeah. it's just so, so good. Uh, yeah, cannot wait. Um, right, uh, not much to say on this last one, but we thought we'd talk about anyway, um, because it's a true story, Zaka, from people who've been waiting for this. Iron Claw. Yeah. Well, will you watch it? I probably will watch it. Okay. Yeah, but it will be like a Sunday afternoon job. <laughs> or maybe a Saturday night if yeah. Hotley's in bed, but... <clears throat> I say Holly would be a bed. The girls are going to go mad. Yeah, well, old Zachary. Yeah, hundred percent. He looks strange though. His face. He's. I, I, oh no! He, did, he had the car accident, didn't he? Oh, did he? Then didn't he have an accident? I don't know. I think he did. Oh shit! I think he had re, he had like reconstructive surgery because of. I'm pretty sure he had reconstructive surgery because of an accident. Well, recently, I think the last few years. I don't know. Oh that. no! Yeah, he was putting it off or something. Yeah. So like, oh. yeah, he definitely has had. And people are like, oh, what's he done to his Botox and all that? It's like, no, I think he had surgery. Like. <laughs> I think it was a bit more serious than that. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll stick clear of that one. Yeah. But, yeah, he looks in great shape. We've got um, the bear actor, yeah. um, uh, Joseph, Jeremy Allen White or Joseph Allen White. Uh, anyway, one of those two names. Yeah. Um, looks fantastic. Uh, for people that don't know, it's a really, really sad story about the Von Eric brothers. Um, I won't say too much, uh, but if you want to go check it out, check out their story. It's a very tragic one. Um, so that's why I'm a little bit interested. A friend of ours knows all about wrestling and told us that it's a really really good story mm. um for, for years and then they're now doing a film on it so i definitely will watch it yeah we'll but, probably have bigger things to talk about on the podcast yeah being screens <laughs> be a little screen segment um but yeah i think i'll watch this yeah it's the right balance of actors zach efron's a-list but he's one of those a-lists that will do these gritty ground films <laughs> he'll do whatever you, he'll yeah. do ted bundy he'll do anything. then he'll go and do bad neighbors yeah. yeah and then he'll come and do a little true story yeah that's so a good good little bands up yeah oh what give it a watch yeah fair play uh right it's time for what's on our screens mate tell me little delay there well i mean i've i've only got two i think i've, I've kept it just to loki season two episode two and the gen v i think it's the fifth episode yeah what are we thinking on loki I am enjoying it. Yeah. Is there a butt coming here? I don't think there's a butt. Okay. I think episode two was good. Yeah. But not as quick as episode one. No. I just whistled there. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree with that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. I'm still gripped. Yeah. And uh, I do like the way it's going. I like, I absolutely loved that they, they, I felt like they did need to 
remind everyone he is a villain still. Yep. So they brought that aspect into this episode too. The opening when he chases that Brad Wolf uh, hunter from TVA and he does the illusion yeah, and he, the shadows go into his horns, don't they? And yeah. they grab and they grab that Brad Wolf so the shadows are holding him back like Loki was using his magic. Yeah. Um, and then when um, there's three Loki standing there, you think it's going to be the middle one, but it's not. It's him. Mischievous. Yeah. Which I, is his name. I actually said to Holly, oh yeah, he's got a mischief. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I completely forgot. Because he, yeah, he's gone, he's gone into more like a detective type thing with Loki. Yeah. So we've sort of lost our way a little bit, but in a good way because yeah. the story's been great. But it was nice to come back to reality. It's Loki, the god of mischief, and he is still got that villain side that's trying to do better. Yeah. So I thought that was really good. Yeah. Uh, you're still loving Owen Wilson and uh, Tom Hiddleston's chemistry. Love it. Yeah. And Epic. just chuck Obi into the mix as yeah, well. It's just even better. Do you think. He is, uh, there's loads of room uh, like uh, theories. People are saying that he is a villain. He, maybe. That would be really cool. I don't think so. He's got too much control over the TVA. Well, this, that's exactly what people are saying. Like, yeah. his mind has never been wiped. They've sort of put him away and don't want him to interact with anyone. Yeah. He wrote the handbook on the yeah. TVA. Would he not be in league with the one he who remains, i.e. Kang? And, yeah. Or would he go against the TVA because of what they've done to him by shunning him away um, I thought that'd be right a really cool aspect if he turns out because you wouldn't think Ki Hu Kwan or, or his name you wouldn't think that actor would play a villain yeah exactly yeah It'd be quite cool and you think the only people who can open the blast doors are him yeah. or he who remains why is that a, yeah something's got yeah. right I don't know if I can... He, he just seems You're too not nice. It. No, I don't think so. You're not buying it. No. Uh, I also... Another thing I really loved, um, I really can't wait to see what Owen... Uh, what Mobius's life is. Yeah. We're so. going to see that because it's touching a nerve. He he, he acts like he doesn't want to know, but then the, that Brad Wolf got to him, didn't he? Yeah. And he punched him. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm really intrigued in that. But yeah, I think it was a really good episode too. We're not going too into it today because we're going to do some breakdowns coming. Of course, we'll do a season finale. That's what we that's what we do here, and the season as a whole and the a finale breakdown. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah, enjoying I'm, it. I'm liking it. Good TV. Yeah. Uh, right, Gen V. Yeah. I wasn't expecting the way this was. No, going. I wasn't. Yeah. No, I, I, I wasn't. I'm still really liking this. Yeah. Um, but the twist did get me. I um, yeah, I I don't know why. I don't know about you. When I was watching it, I thought I missed an episode or something because yeah. they were blacking out the, yeah. the the characters, and I thought, have I missed something here? Uh, and then I thought that made it really good that we were all lost together. And then when we found out why they've been getting blackouts and what the twist was, that it was spoiler alert. Um, Kate, the the blonde girl, that was a really really cool twist. Yeah. Epic. And didn't expect it at all. No, nope. because I, I thought it was Rufus. I yeah, like I everyone, thought, did, yeah. everyone did that. But yeah, I'm loving this story. The my- mystery keeps getting better. The characters I'm getting more engaged with. Uh, and for people that don't know, Mister Soldier Boy Jensen Eccles is back in the next episode. Oh, get in! I love yeah. it. I don't know how whether he comes out of ice because he went on ice. I think at the end of yeah. season three, of the boys, or it's a flashback. Um, I don't know, but he's he's confirmed to be in it, so oh, can't wait. I tell you what I like about this, the bo- and the boys in general. Yeah. It's really clever because you've got that one scene where he's back in the the old picture house, yeah. and it turns into the the Muppets type things, and it's that scene where he's just killing all yeah. of the security guards. They can't show that on screen with no. humans; it's too expensive, mm, exactly, too gruesome. 
with puppets go mental. Yeah. And then they went mental. And yeah. I thought, is he dreaming or is this real? And it cuts to real life and just see carnage on the floor. And I thought, that's such a cheap way to do it. Yeah. But really effective. That's, that's what's really effective still. So yeah. I, I don't know how they, it's just the boy. I don't really know another show that does it this well, mm. where they will use a comedy aspect like the puppets you just described, but yet the tone is like really serious. Yeah. So they, it's just incredible. Like I don't think it's ever going to get the respect it deserves for writing because of how gory and silly it can get. Yeah. Like with the dick joke that you described so eloquently. In the in in episode two, I think it was the sex scene. Um. So uh, yeah, I just think they deserve a lot of lot of credibility because they are so good. And and like you say, what that that puppet scene is is ridiculous but brilliant. Yeah. Oh, just I love it. I can't wait for Friday. Again, we'll be doing uh, breakdowns as they come. Uh, Gen V, actually, it's going to be a massive, massive episode on, I believe it's Monday the 6th of November, because I think I'm right in that, yeah, Monday the 6th of November, I think I'm right the Gen V finale drops the same day as Invincible premiere. Day. so we'll go through everything yeah. uh, do full breakdowns for you so we want to keep our thoughts a little bit tighter to our chest at the minute and just focus on the news but uh yeah i just think two brilliant tv shows yeah absolutely absolutely uh time for box of scraps maroon box of scraps anything to throw in my scrap box has been empty for a while <laughs> and, and this remains, is your and this is your segment, segment. it remains empty uh well we got it's a nice little bite-sized episode i've only got one thing to say I don't know why I'm sad, because he's had a fucking great run. <laughs> Sir uh, Michael Caine. Yes, yeah. Um, he's officially retired. I think he's got one more film that he's done. He's filmed and it's coming out. And then he's done. Uh, maybe Christopher Nolan can try and get him back out of retirement for a film. I yeah. don't know. But I think he basically said, look, I'm, I'm the only roles I'm going to get now are for like 95-year-old men. Yeah. It's just, it's not very dignified. Um, so, yeah, he's, I think, he, well, he's officially called it a day. What a career. What a career. Yeah. Enjoy and your retirement. Mate. Enjoy it, mate. Yeah, yeah. go on some cruises. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come with me if you want. I'll show you a bit. <laughs> what, you want 12 now? 12. 12, bloody <laughs> hell. Uh, right, that is it for the show. Uh, next week, we are thinking of doing a special Mm. I'll speak to you in the week about it because I'm really excited. Yeah. Right. I want to do a 21st century look back best and worst. We'll still, of course, bring you the news if we do that, that comes out in the week, any trailers, etc. But I've seen it a lot on TikTok and people are doing their best film of the last decade and stuff. And I think it'd be great to go through where, what are we, 23 years in yeah. of this century? What of some of the best films that's come out and worst? Yeah. Uh, I'd love to get into that. But anyway, come back next week. Join us. Go check us out on the Twitter. Uh, but thanks for listening for this week. And thanks for having us in your ears.